In Israel at the time, shepherds were simple, ordinary, and poor people. And they lived their life with the animals every day. They were dirty, they were smelly, they smelled so bad, and they were also religiously unclean people, spiritually speaking. Um, they, may, they may touch dead animals or the animal dropping, so they were not allowed to join the community to worship God in the temple. They worked day and night, and they sweat a lot under the sun in an open field. They also got cold in the working in the night. So they were overworked and underpaid. And they represented the lower class of the people of Israel. And they had no power or influence in the society. They were basically nobody. For them, life will never get better. Life was hard and gloomy. Every day was the same, day by day, week by week, month by month, and year by year, just spending time with the animals. They were not the kind of people who will make New Year's resolutions. But what does the story tell us about them? Is it true that their lives will always be gloomy? Is there really no light at the end of the tunnel for the shepherds? The story tells us that at one night, one special night, while the shepherds were watching the flock in the darkness of the night, suddenly an angel appeared to them, and they got scared. They were filled with great fear. You know, people don't see an angel and say, oh, hi, how are you? Let's take a selfie. In the Bible, whenever an angel appears to someone, it brings a sudden shock to that person. It brings a feeling of uncertainty. What's going to happen to me? Am I going to die? Is this my time to be taken to see God and be accountable for all I have done in my life? What's going to happen to me? That, that kind of feeling. And the text tells us that the glory of God suddenly shone around the shepherds in the darkness of night. Think about this. If you are driving in the middle of nowhere in the night, and suddenly there is a police helicopter above you with a big and bright spotlight shining at your car. You got scared, and your heartbeat starts rising, and, and you wonder if you have done something wrong. Now, this glory of God that shines around the shepherd is more than a bright spotlight. This is not a police helicopter. This is not UFO. This is a flying angel with the glory of God lighting up the sky and the entire field. So the shepherds were filled with great fear. Now, not just fear, but great fear. In the Bible, the appearance of the glory of God always scares people. When the prophet Isaiah saw the glory of God, he said, Woe to me, I am a man of unclean lips. He thought that he was going to die. It was the end of his life. He was doomed. The shepherds felt the same thing here. They are standing before the holy God, and, and their uncleanness, their sins, can cost their life immediately. That's why their hearts were filled with great fear. But the story didn't end in their doom. For God saw their fear and gave them great comfort and great joy much greater than their fear. Look at this. The angel said to them, 
fear not, for behold, I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all the people. In, in other words, the angel said, Do not be afraid. I do not come to harm you. I come to bring you good news, good news of great joy that will be for all the people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior who is Christ the Lord. If you were one of the shepherds, what was your thought listening to this news? How would you feel? Now, notice closely here what the angel is saying. First, I bring you good news. I come to you because I have good news for you. I do not come to harm you. I do not come to bring you bad news. I come to you because I have good news for you. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior who is Christ the Lord. For unto you the Savior is born. For unto you the Savior who is Christ the Lord is born. The Christ, the promised Savior, the promised Messiah, the Lord himself has been born for you. I bring you good news. God is fulfilling his promise to bring the Savior to have his people from sin and darkness. The promised Savior whom you have been waiting for so long is now here. Now bring you this good news. How would you feel listening to this news from the angel? In Israel at the time, there had been a lot of prophecies about the coming of the Savior. The people of Israel have been waiting for so long, for thousands of years, since God himself gave the first revelations and prophecy to, the coming, um, to Adam and Eve about the coming Savior in the Garden of Eden. And God had said to them in Genesis 3.15 that he will bring a Savior, a male offspring of the woman who will defeat the devil. Moses and other prophets also gave prophecies of the coming Savior. So the people of Israel have been waiting for so long. And now this, the promised Savior has come. He has been born. So the birth of the Savior Jesus is good news. Second, the birth of Jesus is good news of great joy. The good news is good news of great joy. Not, not just good news, but good news of great joy. And not just joy, but great joy. You know that joy and happiness are different. Happiness is outward and depends on pleasant circumstances. If you got a good Christmas present, you are happy. Uh, if you did not get a good Christmas present or did not get what you wanted, you might still be feeling unhappy today. And the pandemic has caused a lot of troubles, making us unhappy. Joy, however, is inward, and it does not depend on circumstances. We can still have joy in our hearts, even though we are facing difficult circumstances. Why? Because we have a personal and loving relationship with Jesus Christ that brings great joy into our hearts. Jesus said in John 15, verse 11, these things I have spoken to you that my joy may be in you and that your joy may be full. Jesus was born so that he can save us and give us his own joy. 
It is his own joy that Jesus gives us. And Jesus' joy is a perfect joy that results from a perfect loving relationship with God the Father and the Holy Spirit. And when you have Jesus' joy in your heart, that kind of perfect joy will make your joy full. This is why the birth of Jesus Christ was good news of great joy. Third, the birth of Jesus Christ is good news of great joy that will be for all the people. After Jesus died on the cross and rose from the dead, before he went to heaven, he gave us the great commission to bring the gospel, the good news of great joy, to people in all nations. Jesus was born to save his people in all nations who live in the darkness of their sins. And Jesus came to this world to suffer and die for the punishments of our sins so that by believing in him, trusting and surrendering our life to him, people from all nations can receive forgiveness and salvation in Christ. Jesus came to save us from the slavery of sin and to deliver us out of darkness. He came to give us hope and a new life in him. He came to restore our personal and loving relationship with God that will bring great joy into our hearts. So the birth of Jesus Christ is good news of great joy that will be for all the people, for you and me. So here are three life takeaways that we can draw from this story. First, hope in desperation. Second, transforming peace. And then third, a vision of heaven. First one, hope in desperation. The story tells us that the angels appear to the shepherds in the night. There are two questions we can ask here. First, why did the angels appear to the shepherds? And then second, why did the angels appear to them in the night? Why did the angels appear to the shepherds? Shepherds were low class, ordinary, and poor people. They're smelly. They were dirty, and they were religiously unclean. And some shepherds were also bad people. They stole animals that belonged to other people. And they knew that they were sinners who deserved the judgment of God for their sins. And many shepherds wanted to have a better life, but they could not. They had no other options. Being shepherds were all they could do. They were desperate, hoping something would happen to them and change their life. They did their work tending the animals day by day, and it seemed nothing will change. Today's life is the same as yesterday's, and tomorrow's life will be the same as today's. Nothing will change. Why did the angels appear to them in the night? Why not during the day? Why in the night? It's because the darkness of the night represents the darkness of the shepherd's life in particular and the darkness of our life in general. The shepherds live in the darkness of their sin. That was why they live in desperations and without hope. However, it was in their darkness condition that the grace of God came upon them 
and the glory of God shone around them and brightened their lives. God changed their life. God brought them the hope that they desperately needed. God brought the gospel to them. I bring you good news. And God gave them the gift of faith. And they went and saw Jesus, the Savior. And even though Jesus was just a little baby, they put their faith in him. So this is true faith in Jesus Christ. The shepherds trusted their life to Jesus now. And true faith in Jesus Christ produces a new and changed heart. The shepherd returned home with their hearts changed, a heart that has been saved by God's grace alone, through faith alone, and in Jesus Christ alone. Verse 20 tells us that they return glorifying and praising God. So it's not hard to think what the shepherds did when they returned home. What did they tell their wife and children? What did they tell their neighbors and friends? The gospel, the good news of great joy. They went home with a new life and a new heart that had been changed by the grace of God. And now they live their life with the glory of Christ, sharing the gospel of Christ to others. So maybe some of you are like the shepherds. You live every day of your life in desperation and darkness. It seems there is no hope for the future. Maybe you do not have a purpose of living your life. Every day is just a routine of life. Today's life is the same as yesterday's life, and tomorrow's life is not going to change either. Life is gloomy. And I want to let you know that there is hope for you and your life can be changed. The shepherds thought that there was no hope for their life. But what happened to them? God came to them, and the glory of God shone around them. His grace was upon them. And he brought them the good news of great joy, the birth of the Savior, Jesus Christ. The shepherds were amazed that God will come to visit them, who are sinners and unclean people. And they believe and they put their faith in Jesus Christ. Their lives were changed forever. They never live the same life anymore. They live their life with great joy, the joy of Christ that has filled their hearts. And the same good news of great joy also comes to you today. The Savior Jesus has been born for you. He is the hope of your life. He is your hope and your Lord. And just as he changed the shepherd's life, he can change your life too. If you believe and put your faith in him, trusting and surrendering your life to him alone. Jesus wants to have a personal and loving relationship with you. If you will repent from your sins and turn your heart to him, believing in him and trusting your life to him, he will change your life and you will never live the same life anymore. He will fill your life with great joy, his own perfect joy. So open your heart for the Savior, Jesus Christ. Let his glory shine surround you. Let his grace come upon you. Second, transforming peace. In verse 14, the angels praising God and declaring glory to God in the highest and on earth, peace among those with whom he is pleased. 
So the reason Jesus came to this world, to you and me, so that we may have peace with God. Now the text here doesn't talk about emotional peace or psychological peace or political peace between political parties or even global peace between different nations, but spiritual and transforming peace. Peace with God. Jesus was born as a man to suffer and die for the punishment of our sins and to satisfy the wrath and judgment of God upon our sins so that by believing in him, in what he has done for us on the cross, we can be reconciled and made peace with God. The message of the gospel is the message of reconciliation. On the cross, Jesus lost his peace with God. Why? So that we can have peace with God. His loss is our gain. His sacrifice is our salvation. What does it mean to have peace with God? It means that our sins are forgiven. It means that there is no more condemnations for us, those who are in union with Jesus Christ. It means that we are redeemed and sealed. It means that we are united with Christ. It means that we have been justified and are now being sanctified and will be glorified when Christ returns. It means that we are adopted by God. We are God's holy children. We are members of God's household and citizens of God's kingdom. It means that we are heirs with Christ and whatever Jesus has, we have it all in our union with him. So having peace with God transforms our life. And once we have this peace with God, we cannot go back to the previous life. We have been spiritually born again and made new creations in Jesus Christ. The shepherds put their faith in the baby Jesus and they had peace with God. And God made them new creations in Christ and they had new life in Christ. They returned praising and glorifying God. They joyfully brought the good news of great joy to their family, friends, co-workers, and neighbors. So brothers and sisters, since we have been made peace with God, we need to be like the shepherds. Let us joyfully bring the gospel to our family, friends, neighbors, co-workers, and the people around us. Tell them about the good news of great joy. Tell them about Jesus who has changed our life. Tell them your stories, your testimonies, your life with Jesus. Tell them that they too can have peace with God if they come to Jesus. Third, a vision of heaven. So shepherds were poor, and if they, if they were to live today in our time, they probably cannot even afford a Chick-fil-A sandwich a day, maybe just once a week, because they were poor. I think they like to eat chicken sandwich and hamburger because the, the cows tell them about to eat more chicken all the time. So shepherds did not expect to have a better life. Life was gloomy. No goals, no New Year's resolutions. But the night in this story, the first Christmas, it changed their life completely. That night, 
the shepherds saw the angels and they saw the glory of God. But most importantly, they saw Jesus Christ and they put their faith in him. Even though Jesus was just a baby boy. And that night, Jesus became their Lord and Savior. And God gave them hope in the midst of their desperations. And God reconciled himself with them through their faith in Christ. So from that time on, they had a vision of heaven. They had a glimpse of heaven. They knew that one day they will be in heaven with Jesus forever and that they live the rest of their life with this vision. Do you live your life with a vision of heaven? What was the shepherd's New Year's resolutions? There was only one thing in their mind for their New Year's resolutions, which was to live for Christ and to bring his gospel, the good news of gratitude, to as many people as they could. They still did what they did. They did not change their job. They still work as shepherds, but better shepherds for their boss. They were still husbands and fathers, but better husbands and fathers for their wife and children. They were better friends and neighbors. Why? Because they have a vision of heaven. They become missional Christians, and they live their life for the glory of Christ and for his gospel. This is their primary New Year's resolution. The top five New Year's resolutions, exercise more, lose weight, eat more healthy food, learn new skill or hobby, and spend more time on personal well-being, have one thing in common. What is that? It's all about me. Those are good for us. Those are fantastic goals. But it's all about me and not about Christ. What about if we make our New Year resolution is all about Christ, who has sacrificed himself and died on the cross for the punishment of our sins as our substitute? What about if we make Jesus Christ as the center of our New Year's resolutions and not ourselves? What about if besides we pay more attention to our physical health, we also pay more attention to our spiritual health? Plan to pray and read the Bible daily. Plan to get involved in discipleship group in the church. Plan to serve in one of the ministries of the church. Plan to pray for the growth of the church, for the pastor, for the church leaders, for elders and deacons, for the ministries of the church, and for Christ's global missions to bring his gospel to people in all nations. The shepherds lived the rest of their life with a vision of heaven, and they knew that everything on earth was temporary. Their jobs and struggles were temporary. Their homes on earth were temporary. But their future home in heaven with Jesus Christ is eternal. And they live their life in the light of eternity. They became missional Christians. And we can learn from them. Live our life in the light of eternity with a vision of heaven. Let us live our life for Christ. This is the secret to be a joyful Christian. The gospel is the good news of great joy that will be for all the people until Jesus and his gospel become the joy of our hearts. We are going to struggle to find joy. 
Jesus' heart beats for all his people scattered in all nations. And the vision of heaven is very clear to us as God has revealed it in the book of Revelations that people from every tribe, tongue, and nation will gather to worship him. Being on mission together with Jesus Christ our Lord to bring his gospel to the nation is the greatest joy that you and I can ever have. And being part of other people's journey to eternity is the most significant love we can demonstrate as followers of Jesus Christ. Let us live our life with this heavenly vision. This is what truly matters the most. And let us faithfully wait for the second Christmas, the return of our Lord and King. Jesus has told us, I will come again and take you to myself that where I am, you may be also. None of us can know what this year of 2022 will look like. Uh, the pandemic is still here. Omicron is spreading fast. What else will come after this? We don't know, but God knows, and He remains in control over all things. And God is with us because of Christ, Emmanuel. Bill and Gloria Gator composed the well-known song, Because He Lives. God sent His Son, they called Him Jesus. He came to love, heal, and forgive. He lived and died to buy my pardon. An empty grave is there to prove my Savior lives. Because He lives, I can face tomorrow. Because He lives, all fear is gone. Because I know He holds the future and life is worth the living just because he lives. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you for your love for us. Thank you for sending your son for us and for making peace with us. Lord Jesus, thank you for sacrificing yourself to die on the cross for the punishment of our sins as our substitute. Help us to live our life for your glory and your gospel. Help us to learn from the shepherds to joyfully bring the gospel to our family, friends, and the people around us. Give us guidance in our life. Give us wisdom so that we can live our life as your witnesses. Guide us to be your likes in this broken and dark world. Help us to bring the good news of great joy to those who are broken, to those who are hopeless, and to those who need you. In your name we pray. Amen.